This is Andre Lewis, Knicks 101, the new podcast for the New York Knicks basketball. I'll be talking about the Knicks today. Uh, We'll talk about the mistakes that I made last week. We'll talk about the games that the Knicks had, the three games that the Knicks had. Uh, We'll talk about DeAndre Jordan, whether the Knicks should keep him, let him go. And then we're going to get into the three games that are coming up all on the road. Uh, The Knicks have three games coming up on the road. We'll talk about that. Um, Starting off, uh, I would like to talk about uh, my podcast. Um, I will be changing the name of this podcast. Um, The reason why I'm going to be doing this is because I'm going to be covering uh, other teams in sports. So I will be covering the New York Mets. Um, That's going to be next on my list. And I can't say... uh, this New York Knicks 101 for the podcast because we'll be talking about the Mets. Um, the reason why I'm going to be doing other sports is because once the Knicks get eliminated from playoff contention, contention is really nothing to talk about with the Knicks. So I would be moving on to other sports. Um, getting a handle on a podcast like this, you know, you, you have some fun. And you, you, you talk about your favorite teams and the Mets is one of my favorite teams. So we can talk about the Mets uh, in depth when we when when the Knicks are eliminated. Uh, we're also, also going to be covering the Jets and Giants. That's another two of my favorite teams in sports. Um, I love the Jets and Giants. Uh, I couldn't choose between any of those two uh, growing up in New York City. But uh, we'll cover the Jets and Giants when the Mets are eliminated. And then we'll continue the cycle. Once the Jets and Giants get eliminated, then we'll talk about the Knicks. So we're just going to be doing a, a cycle I'll probably be calling this podcast in the coming weeks just New York Sports, Andre Lewis, New York Sports. Um, That's probably what I'm going to change the name to. Uh, With that said, if you have any questions about this podcast currently, you can reach me at ATLWR14. Again, that's ATLWR14. If you have any questions, uh, comments, or anything you want me to cover in the podcast, which will now be a podcast for the Knicks, the Mets, the Giants, and Jets. Um, I probably won't be doing the Rangers. Uh, I love the Rangers too, but I, I, I won't cover them because I don't watch enough games, hockey games. Um, I live in Rochester, New York now, and um, I'm closer to the Buffalo area. So all the games that come on TV is either on the NHL Network or on another, uh, I believe, NBC Sports and NBC so other than that, I really don't get Ranger games, so I really can't cover the Rangers in depth like I want to because I don't watch all the games. I only watch the games that come on TV in my area. And since the Sabres are in this area, they, they are the uh, number one team to watch on MSG. Uh, so with that said, we'll talk about the Knicks. Uh, last week, I made a little bit of mistakes. I talked about Jeremy Lin last week. Um, I said that he uh, averaged double figures in points every single year in this league. Um, that is, in fact, false. Um, I mean, I was kind of right, but he actually played for Golden State Warriors before he went to the Knicks on a 10-day contract, I believe. It was a 15-day contract. I don't think he played that much with the Golden State. He averaged 2.6 points. Um, so I was, in fact, wrong about that. But he has averaged double double, double figures after he played for Golden State. Right now, he's not at double figures uh, with Toronto. I believe he's only averaging about six points. Um... He's averaging eight eight points a game for Toronto right now, so um, he's not at double figures yet. He might be by the end of this season. He's just getting his feet wet over there in the in Toronto. Uh, I talked about Amari Stoudemire. 
um, when he cut himself in the hand, had those stitches, and was a millimeter away from one of the, one of his uh, main veins. Um, I said that he played. He still played in the uh, playoffs. He, in fact, only pl- missed one game. I thought he played all five games of that series against Miami. He only played uh, four out of the five games. He missed game three. In fact, the Knicks lost game three. They were down 3-0. He came back game four, and that's when the Knicks was able to pull off a win and make that series 3-1, to one, and then they ended up losing when they went back to Miami uh, for game five. Um, I talked about Clay Thompson last week. Uh as a number one option in the league, I believe there's some teams that will, you know, look at Clay Thompson, and he's he's a number one option in other teams. Um, he can be a number one option in Indiana right now because they lost Olin Depot. He can be a number one option in Brooklyn right now. Uh, he could be a number one option in Detroit, Charlotte, Orlando. Orlando, I mean, they have a Vujicic, I believe, Vujicic, but he can easily be a number one option in Orlando. Miami, he could be a number one option, especially when Wade is uh, done and retired. Uh, he'll be a number one option in Atlanta, even though they have Trey Young, because Trey Young is a point guard. He'll give him that ball. He could be a number one option in Chicago. He could be a number one option in in uh, Cleveland. Obviously, the Knicks, uh, Denver. Um, I know Jokic is a is a beast over there, but you can see I can see Clay Thompson being a number one option over there. He could be a number one option in Utah, even though they have Devin Mitchell. But he can be a point guard for, for Clay Thompson. Um, the Clippers, uh, Sacramento. Their Sacramento's playing fantastic. They can use a number one option like Clay Thompson at this point. New Orleans, especially when Anthony Davis is gone, uh, trying to be traded. Uh, Dallas, he could be a number one option, even though they have Luka Doncic and Kristoff Porzingis. But Kristoff Porzingis is hurt. He can be a number one option right now. Memphis and Phoenix. That's 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15 teams in this league. Half the teams in this league that he could be a number one option at right now. So, Clay Thompson is on his way in getting a max contract, whether it's with Golden State or without Golden State. And we'll see what happens because you know Golden State is not going to sign three max players. Durant's going to want his money. Clay Thompson is going to want his money, and I don't see him taking another hometown discount, especially if they win this championship. Uh, I don't believe he's going to want to uh, take a hometown discount. Right now, he's going to try to cement his legacy, prove all the naysayers that he can't be a number one option anywhere. And he's not going to be a number one option with Steph Curry and Kevin Durant. He's a number three option right now, and that's pretty good three option, number three option. Um, About the Hall of Fame, uh, I remember some people were telling me that, yes, there's a lot of teams, there's a lot of players that played second fiddle to their superstars and became all the famers. And there are some. I, I'll admit um, Joe Dumars and Isaiah Thomas. Um, you look at Bird and all those people that were on that team. Uh, I believe Kevin McHale and Robert Parrish was on that team. I mean, they was on that down years, I want to say, so that wouldn't count. Uh, Paul Pearson, Kevin Garnett, again, that was a little different. Maybe maybe I am right, but that was a little different because Garnett came from Minnesota and Paul Pierce already cemented his uh, his legacy with uh, Boston and he was already on his way to a Hall of Fame career. Garnett was doing these things in Minnesota and he came to Boston and those two won a championship together. Uh, Magic Worthy and Perkins, that was another people on the list. I got to look up uh, Worthy and Perkins. I think Magic came along a little later in their careers, so they were already on their way to be in the Hall of Fame. 
Hall of Fame careers. And then Magic obviously came in there and ended up winning some championships. Uh, Jordan and Pippen, that was another good one. Uh, Pippen, I think Pippen, uh, the reason why I won't put this on that list is because Pippen uh, had a year off with Jordan. Uh, he was playing by himself, and he was he was good. He was good without Jordan. Um, he also went to um, Portland after that, and Pippen was a very good player with Jordan. Jordan obviously is Jordan. Uh, another interesting one was David Robinson and Tim Duncan. Now, David Robinson was uh, 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 he was on his way to a Hall of Fame career, and then Tim Duncan came along, and that's when they won a championship against the Knicks, actually. Now, David Robinson, that year, I believe the, the San Antonio was so bad that all their players were hurt. And that's how they got the number one pick to get Duncan. And that's how, you know, all those players that were hurt came back. And with Duncan, that's how they won the championship. Um, Jabari Parker, I said Jabari Parker, Tony Parker and Ginobili. Uh, I believe Ginobili might make the Hall of Fame, but we'll, we'll, I'll, I'll, I'll talk about that. Maybe, I don't even know if Tony Parker's a Hall of Famer. We'll see how that goes um, in the near future. Wade, Bosch, and James. Now, Chris Bosch was a kind of I want to say he was a good player in Toronto he was a superstar in Toronto and then he came to he he submitted his legacy in Toronto and then they came to the heat Wade was already solidified as a superstar because remember before James came to the heat in which James solidified his legacy in Cleveland and actually went back to Cleveland um Wade won a championship before those two came there with Shaq um the Knicks with Frazier, Reed, and Monroe. I believe Frazier got traded to the Knicks. I'm not sure how that worked, but I think Frazier got, or Monroe, one of those two, uh, they were superstars. They were Hall of Famers. But I think one of them came on the team, and people didn't think that those two superstars can coexist, Frazier and Monroe. But I'll look that up, and I'll talk about that in the next in the podcast. Elijah Wan and Drexler won a championship together. But uh, Drexler came from Portland and played with Elijah Wan on the Rockets and Elijah Wan submitted to this legacy and he actually won a championship before Drexler came on board and once Drexler came on board the next year that's when they did back-to-back championships and then we have Wade Love and Kyrie Irving Um, James solidified his legacy went into championships with the Heat Love came from uh, Minnesota and um, Kyrie Irving was already on that team by himself doing his thing so Playing second fiddle uh, possibly would work. The only people that I know that solidified um, their legacy being a number one, two punch right now on this list was Dumars and Isaiah Thomas. Everybody else had already submitted their legacy somewhere else or before the uh, other person got there. So Clay Thompson needs to look at this and want to be a number one option. He's already got his rings. He might get a third ring this year. So he might be able to get his pay upgrade. Chandler Parsons, I talked about him last week. I did not know what team he was on. And it's, in fact, the Memphis Grizzlies is on, making $23 million a year. Didn't know that. Uh, I talked about last week the division winners uh, uh, making the playoffs uh, for the NBA. This is, in fact, false. If Charlotte wins their division and not a top eight seed, they are, not, in fact, not going to be able to make the playoffs, which is insane you have to reward someone uh by by being a division winner 
if this is the case, then there should be no divisions. There should just be two conferences, and that's it. Because you're not rewarding any of these teams winning their division. Uh, you're not rewarding any of these teams winning their division uh, in playoff contention or in playoff seedings. So you ranking, ranking uh, the Eastern Conference teams one through eight, regardless of who won the division or not. That is dumb. So it could possibly be Charlotte be putting up a banner for winning their division title, and they did not make the playoffs. That is ridiculous. Um, I talked about the other sports. I was wrong. I made a mistake saying that the NHL had four conferences. Uh, I was wrong about that. They have four divisions. The top three teams in each division will make the playoffs, and then out of that, the Western and Eastern Conference, they will have two wild card spots. Is it two wild card spots? Yep, two wild card spots. But uh, the importance of winning your division and being a top three in your division is important. So divisions are important in the NHL. The MLB, I was wrong about uh, getting home field advantage if you are division winners. Um, in baseball, you have your three division winners, and then you have your two wild cards. The two wild cards will play one of the division winners, but the other two division winners will play against each other. And one of those teams will be at home and the other one will be on the road. So I was wrong about that. But you still get a reward for winning your division by going to the playoffs. I talked about Emmanuel Moutier. And um, he, it was, he was in, he's in his fourth season. I said he was in his third season. I was, in fact, wrong. He's in his fourth season. Diario Saric was a player that wanted no part of Dennis Smith Jr. when he came down the lane and dunked in that fantastic dunk that he had um, in the game last week. I was wondering who was the player that didn't want any part of Dennis Smith Jr. And it was, in fact, uh, Saric. Uh, that was pretty funny. And uh, speaking of Dennis Smith Jr., he tried to dunk on somebody so hard against San Antonio. I'm going to have to get the name of that person when uh, on next week's podcast. So uh, <laughs> Dennis Smith Jr. has some ups. Unbelievable. So going into the games that I talked about uh, that we had uh, this last week, uh, we played San Antonio the Magic and the Cavs. Uh, last week, I didn't, even, I didn't even know that the Knicks were going to play San Antonio. <laughs> I talked about the Magic and the Cavs, and I talked about how the Knicks should be able to beat the Mavs and the Cavs. Uh, I thought we was going to go uh, go on a two-game winning streak, but I didn't know San Antonio was on his list, and if San Antonio was on his list, I would have thought the Knicks would have got blown out by San Antonio. But, in fact, the, I was right about the Magic. The Knicks won that game, but they lost to the Cavs. And they won against San Antonio, which I could not believe. Um, so, we'll get into these games. The Knicks played San Antonio, uh, and they beat San Antonio. Unbelievable. 130-118. to DeRozan had 32 points, 9 rebounds, 4 assists. Damon Dotson, uh, I believe he broke a record for like the most threes in a game. Or he tied the record for most threes in the game. He had 27 points, five, five rebounds, and two assists. Mitchell Robinson had a terrific game. And we'll talk about Mitchell Robinson after DeAndre Jordan next week in our podcast. He had 15 points, 14 rebounds, and one assist. And he had a lot of blocks in this game. Dennis Smith Jr. had 19 points, six rebounds, and 13 assists. And again, I want to reiterate, Dennis Smith Jr. is going to win some of these games. You have to be careful with Dennis Smith Jr. He is very talented, and he's winning some of these games for the New York Knicks. Um, they they closed the game out pretty well. Dennis Smith Jr. Uh, had a lot of uh, had a lot of fantastic drives to the basket, finishing around the rim. 
Uh, DeRozan was frustrated in this game. Um, he put up a lot of shots. He put up a lot of. He played hard, but they just couldn't get over the hump. The Knicks just took over this game. I don't think the San Antonio brought it within five within the last five minutes of this game. Um, the Knicks uh, uh, stamped the win with Dennis Smith Jr. getting that steal and throwing it off the backboard for for Mitchell Robinson to get that beautiful dunk at the end. And I'm so shocked that the Knicks ended up beating San Antonio. San Antonio is in trouble. Um, they are they are the eighth seed right now in the Western Conference at 34 and 29, which is not a bad record <laughs> to be over 500 at 34 and 29. But um, they're in trouble. The, the Kings and, 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 and the Lakers are going to be breeding down their necks. So um, San Antonio is going to have to figure something out. Uh, they didn't. They their point guard. I believe they got hurt, and so he didn't play in that game against the Knicks. But the point guard that they had replacing him went two of twenty. I think it was unbelievable. So the Knicks, you know, win that game. Um, you know, they had to break that losing streak. They lost about eighteen games in a row at home. So I mean, at some point you have to break the losing streak. Moving on to the Magic, uh, they won one hundred eight to one hundred three. Alonzo Trier. Uh, played a good game. Uh, Moutier was the leading scorer, 19 points, 8 rebounds, 3 assists. Mitchell Robinson, again, had a fantastic game with 17 points and 14 rebounds. Uh, Vujicic for Orlando uh, had 26 points, 11 rebounds, and 6 assists. And Fournier, Fournier is a player that always kills the Knicks, but this game, he didn't do so well. He had 15 points and 5 rebounds and 8 assists, but um, he didn't do so well at the end. I was shocked. Um, Moutier played great. Um, I believe Ellington, I, I can't remember his name, uh, is a new guy that the Knicks signed. Um, he hit a big three down the stretch to put us up for and put us up for good. Um, this game at the end, I have no idea what was going on in the garden, but it was electric in the garden. Uh, the Knicks fans were all over this game. I, I, I I, I don't know why it was so electric that game. Maybe I have to look it up. But it was electric. These fans were wanting and praying for the Knicks to win this game. Um, and they won the game. And uh, Winning two in a row kind of hurts our uh, chances of winning the lottery. But uh, the top, the bottom three teams had the same percentage in getting the number one pick. So, you know, which makes me upset about the Suns because they are ahead of the Knicks, which we will be playing the Suns in the coming weeks. And I'll get into them on why I'm upset with the Suns on losing so much. But we'll get into the Suns when we get there uh, on the upcoming games that the Knicks will have in the upcoming week. Um, We'll talk about the Cavs and the Knicks. Uh, The Cavs beat the Knicks 125 to 118. Alonzo Trier had a fantastic game. He had 18 points, nine rebounds, and one assist. Dennis Smith Jr. again had 16 points, two rebounds, and eight assists. He had a great game. Uh, Kevin Love had a great game. He had 26 points, eight rebounds, and three assists. And he's just Kevin Love is pretty decent. Um, he looks like he has two left feet, but when he's open, he'll make a jump shot. When he's open on the three point. He's a dangerous three point shooter. And Osman impressed me. Um, he's a young player. Uh, he had 21 points, seven rebounds, and five assists. He impressed me a little bit. Um, I didn't realize he uh, was that good. He killed the Knicks uh, the other night. Um, this game, the Knicks were actually up, and I was looking at the TV, and I was 
I was just saying to myself, oh, my God, the Knicks are about to win three in a row. Are they trying to make the playoffs? It's unbelievable. But uh, Colin Sexton brought that team back. He, 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 he played tough. Uh, he was giving Dennis Smith Jr. a little bit of fits, but Dennis Smith Jr. was going back and forth with him. Um, but Alonzo Tree and Dennis Smith Jr. in that backcourt, man, that, that that's gonna that's a sight to see, man. I love seeing those two play at the same time together. Um, it's gonna be interesting to see down the stretch what's gonna happen with Moody because Moody has been playing tough the last couple of games as well. But uh, the Cavs are just chip, chipping away, chipping away at the end, and um, they ended up. Um, pulling pulling away in this game, which is okay because, you know, the Knicks are losing for a good cause. We're trying to get that number one pick in Zion Williams. Um, we'll talk about DeAndre Jordan, um, whether the Knicks should keep him or let him go. DeAndre Jordan uh, came in the league in the 08 09 season. His season is his 11th season. He's 30 years old. I didn't know that. Um, he had a six year career with the Clippers. He didn't really get good until. Um, Chris Paul came in to um, um, actually he played more seasons with the Clippers. He didn't get good until Chris Paul came in, and I believe the 2011-2012 season, and that's when he started averaging uh, double figures. Chris Paul doesn't get enough credit. He's a great, fantastic point guard, one of the best point guards in the league. Um, I say that because he's a good distributor. He's a very good game manager. He can take over a game when he has to, and he can um, set up set up uh James Harden, DeAndre Jordan, he could set up the best of them. Uh, he's a great point guard. He was a great point guard for DeAndre Jordan. Um uh, made him an all-star in 2000. Actually, yeah, he made him an all-star in 2017. Um his free throw per- percentage is terrible. Um but this year he's uh averaging what is it? He's at 68% at the free throw line. So that's an improvement of what he's been doing. I mean, they used to foul him um, they used to foul him at will so he can go to the free throw line and miss. He was missing free throws left and right. But I guess he got a new philosophy. He talks to the players on his left and right side on uh, what who they got as defensively to get his mind off the free throws. So he's been doing pretty good with that. Um, as far as DeAndre Jordan, he is a monster in the paint. Um, he can finish with the best of them. His, his percentage is... Um, as far as in the paint, scoring in the paint is was one of the best in the league. Um, he is a rebounding machine, and he's tough to guard. And once he gets it in the in the paint, he's tough to guard. Now he was a big Dallas signing uh, last year. Just didn't is it last year or this year? I don't, I'm not sure, but it just didn't work out. That's why he got traded to the Knicks. Um, his Clipper days. They was going to sign him. I want to say three years ago, but he ended up re-signing with the Clippers. It was a good move for him because the Clippers make the playoffs every single year with DeAndre Jordan and Chris Paul. Um, they were a tough team to beat. Doc Rivers did a great job with uh, DeAndre Jordan. Um, he finishes at the, at, the, at the bucket. He's very tough to guard, and he was a defensive player, um, first-team defensive player for many years. Um, as far as DeAndre Jordan on the New York Knicks, he's done a great job with Mitchell Robinson, which I will get into next, next week. Um, but... Uh, I don't think the Knicks will bring him back next year. Um, he's solid to have, but I don't want him back here next year, just because he said some. He has some comments about uh, Kevin Durant saying that he doesn't want to play with Kevin Durant if he comes to uh, the New York Knicks, but he wants to stay here. 
But I don't think the Knicks will bring him back. I think he's going to be a free agent. He has an expiring contract, and I think the Knicks will eventually cut ties with DeAndre Jordan. Unless they want to keep him to uh, be with Mitchell Robinson as a mentor because Mitchell Robinson has instantly became better once DeAndre Jordan has gotten here to New York. So if this relationship between him and Mitchell Robinson um, gets better, um, he might get brought back for that particular reason, but I don't see him being back with the New York Knicks next year. So we'll talk about the upcoming games on Sunday tomorrow. The Knicks will be playing the Clippers. The Clippers are the seventh seed right now at 35 and 29. Um, they have that fantastic point guard, and uh, I believe his name is uh, what is it, Alexander. He's a great point guard. You're going to see how good he is when he comes to New York. I don't know if he's hurt or not. I'm not sure, but he's a good player. Um, I'm surprised that the Clippers are going for it. Um, the Clippers traded Harris. I thought they was just going to, you know, call it quits with the with the um, playoff push and into the lottery, but they're going for it. It looks like they're 35 and 29. Um, but uh, when it's all said and done, I think the Lakers will catch him and the Kings will catch him. Um, Either or, I don't know if uh, the Lakers really want it, but uh, they might end up making the playoffs. But I think the Kings and Lakers are going to be are going to be eventually um, fighting for that spot. I don't see the Spurs. I don't see the Spurs dropping out, but we'll see what happens. Uh, I think the Knicks will lose this game, and the Clippers are tough. And especially if the Knicks are going to LA, they they don't play well on the road. Um, they're playing the Kings again, and the Kings are a very good team. I know the record is 30, uh, 31 and 31, but they're a good team to watch. They're a fun team to watch, and I can't wait to see De'Aaron Fox play. Um, De'Aaron Fox got picked uh, very low, not very low, but he got picked fifth, and he should have been higher. The Lakers should have picked him. Uh, there's a rift going on, and we're saying that the, uh, the management wanted um, De'Aaron Fox, but... Uh, that Le- that Levar Ball got his kid to get picked second, and uh, he's not a bad player. But to pick second over De'Aaron Fox, mm, I don't know. I don't know. De'Aaron Fox is playing very very well, and they come- And then the Knicks are going to be going over there, and I think the Knicks will lose that game as well. Which brings me to the Phoenix Suns. Now I think the Knicks will win this game because the Phoenix Suns are are. You talk about the Knicks being bad, Phoenix Suns. Are bad, and this is what upsets me about the Phoenix Suns. How in the world are you have you have a max player in Devin Booker, who is a terrific player? He's an unbelievable player. He's a terrific um, scorer. I mean, he scored what eighty something points in, in in one game. One one game. I, he's a liability on defense. I understand that, but you have a max player in Devin Booker, and you have the number one pick from last year in DeAndre Ayton, and you cannot win more than 12 games? That doesn't make any sense. That upsets me. You trying to get another number one pick when you already had a number one pick last year and you have a max player? That's not fair. Like, you got to give the Knicks some type of uh, uh, leeway here, please. This just doesn't make no sense why the Suns are 12 and 51. Unbelievable! You have a max player and a number one pick from last year, and you're trying to tank to get another number one pick, which doesn't make any sense. I understand the Knicks because the Knicks doesn't have any talent, period. They should be tanking, or or they should deserve a number one pick because, oh my God, like, we need, we need talent. We deserve a number one pick. 
the Suns do not deserve a number one pick, and they're taking it to the point where it's it's laughable that you have already a max player and you already have a number one pick from last year. That's my rant. I'm so sorry, but the Knicks will win that game. I think the Knicks will win one out of these three games. They're on the road. They don't play well on the road, but I believe the rodeo's in town, and the Knicks will be um, the Knicks will be uh, on the road for three games in a row. Um, I believe the Knicks will come back from one home game and then they'll be on the road again because of the Big East tournament coming up. Um, my Johnnies are going to be in the Big East tournament. Hopefully they play well. But uh, that's our podcast. Um, we'll talk about these three games and Mitchell Robinson next week. This is um, Mr. Lewis, Knicks 101, the new podcast. This will be a name change in the coming weeks uh, because I'll be covering the New York Mets once the Knicks are eliminated from playoff contention. Um, which is pretty soon. I think the Knicks are 16 games out of the the um, the uh, eighth spot, and um, there's only about 20 games left. So I'll be talking about the Knicks um, um, if important stuff happens, like if they sign someone, if uh, someone gets an award, which I highly doubt, someone gets fired, or stuff like that, important stuff that happens throughout the Knicks uh, offseason. Um, if you have any questions, you can reach me at ATLWR14. Uh, I'll be uploading on Sunday mornings. Um, you can catch me then. Um, this is Mr. Lewis Nix 101, the new podcast, and we'll be checking you guys later. Have a great day.